All right, we're going live now to the CBDforyou.net hotline. You don't have to live in pain anymore. Trouble sleeping, inflammation, CBD can help you live a normal life. Our interview with Mr. Stud Tackler, Bryson Scott, is brought to you by CBD4U.net. That's C-B-D-F-O-R-Y-O-U.net. Mr. Stud Tackler, Bryson Scott, thank you so much for joining us, brother. Ah, thank you for having me, guys. No, it's definitely our pleasure. Now, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about. You've been a very busy guy here late. I'm trying. I'm trying. Let's go ahead and get it started off, I guess, in the Genesis. Let's go way, way back in the time machine. Where did it all start? Where did your love for wrestling start? Um, as a kid, man, like, my dad was a wrestler. So, like, he wrestled on the indie scene in Carolina and stuff like that. So, yeah, probably like five or six. And then from there, I just got more involved with it, watching it, and then when he would go and train and stuff like that, I'd get in there and be a ref and stuff. And then from there, um, I didn't see my dad as much anymore. He was always on the road. And the only time I would see him was at wrestling shows. Mm. So I, I fell in love with it there. And that's when I had my chance to do it. I was like, all right, let's see if I could do it. And now that I'm doing it and doing it with my family instead of not how my dad or a lot of the old school guys did it of just, oh, it's going to be me. My family's going to say, oh, no, I take my family with me. That is pretty cool. Your wife is a wrestler as well, correct? Yes, yes. Um, she's actually pretty badass. She's pretty known, <laughs> you know. Um, she worked for Ring of Honor. She worked for uh, Impact TNA. Um, she's been to Japan, you know. She She's done all that, you know. So it's cool to... Yeah following her footsteps now and hopefully be as good as she was and still is. That is amazing. So let's fast forward a little bit and, and right off the jump, I want to say thank you so much for serving our country, for protecting our country and, and doing what you did. That takes a lot of courage. That takes a lot of love for your countrymen. And we want to say here that we appreciate you, man. Um, I mean, <laughs> um, like, 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 we'll probably talk later. I just did the whole taping with Jordan Klepper, and that was one of the big things. How do they asked us, what, what's one of the things that it's weird the most to hear as a veteran? It's the thank you for your service because you don't know how to react sometimes, right. you know? So, I mean, I mean, you're welcome, but at the same time, I, I, I still think veterans, I still think people who are serving right now, you know? Most definitely. Now, you came back, and you found that wrestling helped you cope with PTSD, and you've been a big proponent for PTSD. Now, for people out there that aren't familiar with PTSD, I mean, I know we've all heard it, um, but but what is PTSD like? Hell, hmm. honestly. Um, like just earlier, my wife chopped um, the broom while we were sleeping, sweeping up her bedroom, scared the crap out of me. Um, I, I was doing a podcast Thursday night, um, and somebody shot off a firework right before we went live on YouTube. So the, the guys that I was talking with there, they got to see what it did to me, mm-hmm. uh, putting like freezing me up, you know, that's, and that's just one form of my PTSD is the loud booms and stuff like that. I mean, it sucks. Um, to always be on guard, to always 
wonder what's going to happen next. I mean, a lot of people wonder what's going to happen next, but with, like me, I over-obsessive about Over-obsessive about it. And how did you find that wrestling helped you cope with that? Because I could just go out there and be a different person. I don't have to be the person that went to war and had to deal with all that. I'm I'm just going out there and being somebody totally different. You know, my my um my character on shows and stuff like that is a lot different from who I really am. I'm I'm very quiet, I'm very humble. Well, somewhat quiet. I'm I'm very outgoing as well, but I'm not really my gimmick, you know. And, and how did that gimmick come about, Mr. Stuntacular? Um, actually, it was all because of a bad haircut. That's how I came up with Stuntacular. <laughs> and it was a horrible haircut. And I was like, oh, this is Stuntacular. No clue where it came from. Just thought it was funny. Ran with it, and then it kind of caught on. And now I'm doing like the Mr. Stuntacular, Mr. Ass, you know, on TV kind of thing. It, it's cool. Like, I mean, I guess I am the Mr. I see on TV guy, but I don't know. I'm not really a cocky person like I am, but it's cool. Right. That, that's what helps me because I can just portray something I'm totally not. And then speaking of PTSD and, and, and finding fellow people that have gone through that, you guys, um, you found two other guys that have similar stories and you guys started the Valhalla Club. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, and Jan Ostrom, Eddie Wittern, or Eddie Scott, as he wrestles us. But um, yeah, it was all Jan's idea. Jan, Jan came up with the idea. He said, we got to find another guy. We ended up meeting up with Eddie. And we all just called. we told our stories to each other. And we're like, yeah, we, we can do something with this. So, I mean, we got with Brad Morris in Waco. And we just put this thing together. I... It was awesome to be a part of it, to hear each person's story and stuff like that. And then even now, like, that was, it came out in theaters last year or the year before that we did a premiere. Um, but to see how far we've come and what we've done just since then, like, we've been on Rolling Stones now. We've been on Sports Illustrated, Vice Sports. We taped with Jordan Klepper for, with Comedy Central for four days. And there's more people like hitting us up, wanting us to do different things, talking about bringing us different places for different sporting events to be a part of those. It, it's the brand's really expanding, which is what I love because then that means the messages get out there more. Most definitely. And, and talk about that, uh, that comedy central thing that you guys just did. Um, how big was that? Oh man, it was huge. Like he, Jordan came in and like they sent a whole film crew and we filmed for four days. Um, two days he's just getting to know us and stuff like that. And then we put on two shows. And let me tell you, the one show we had, I want to say like 250. It was a nice little crowd for a small town that it was at. But I mean, and they definitely went home with a good, good card. And to see how Jordan could understand us so well. He, I mean, he's a great guy, but he, he reads people really well. Mm. He's good. He's really good at what he does. Just like, you know, I think, or I don't know, George, just, he's great at what he does. And I, 
I can't wait to see how they portray it and put it on TV because I heard just the other day that he just saw the first cut of it and he's ecstatic. He loves it. So now I'm just like, can I get a sneak peek? <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard any rumblings of a release date? Um, I was told March. Oh, nice. Yeah, so but I, I want to see something before then. It's driving me nuts. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, I, I'm, I'm one of those people. I'm very picky of what people use of me because I want to make sure it's all of my best stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, please, can I see it so I can have some kind of say in it before it's put on TV? But I, I mean, I trust them. They, they were the, the whole crew was great. I, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. I hope it speaks to more people, not just veterans either. Now let's talk about your your style in the ring. If people go to see a Mister Studtacular event, what are they gonna expect? That's what's kind of weird right now because like I'm in a I'm I'm on I'm trying different things right now. Like I've I've done the the moonsaults, the four fifties, stuff like that. But now I'm just getting down to the nitty gritty of just going in there and punching people, kicking people, <laughs> suplexing them, um, you know, just stretching them. That's I I I've started to catch myself watching more of like a Zack Saber Jr. Dean Malenko style, you mm. know. And 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 that's what I've starting to lean more towards, you know, that's how my match this past weekend went. So, um, it's definitely different because I do throw some new stuff in with it and it's only, it's only expanding more because I'm always trying new things, always bringing old tricks back. You know, I like to keep people guessing, Right, and and then speaking of your new working style, I saw a video you posted on Facebook of you getting backflipped onto the concrete. That was crazy. Oh yeah, taking a backdrop onto the yeah. Now let me ask yeah. you. Let me ask you this. Um, I think you're 28, right? No, I am 30. I am oh, 30 okay. years old now. <laughs> now, uh, with you switching to that style, now has it ever crossed your mind? Like, okay. What is this more, I guess, strong style or more physical style? Uh, how much more? How much more do I have left on my bump card? Um, I mean, that's definitely one of the things with transitioning to the strong style is not trying to take as many crazy bumps like that. I mean, I mean, it just happens like. I I personally had like twenty people there for that show, so I knew, and I mean that was just for me on my guest list, twenty people that paid to see me. So when I know some people are out there like that, you know, people are, and and the weather was horrible in San Antonio Friday night, but people that pay their money and drive in weather like that just to come see me, I'm gonna give them. Hmm money i'm going to give them a match that they paid their money for you know i'm not going to let that go unhindered you know i'm not just going to phone it in and go out there and take as many or as little bumps as possible you know it's it's not fair to the fans most definitely and it uh, take a hard bump like that and get back up there's an art to it i mean like it, 
the 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 clip kind of stopped, but it looked like you got up almost right after you did that. And I was like, ah, oh, that dude's a beast. I didn't get get back up. No, I just tried to roll with it, so it oh. didn't hurt as bad. But no, I definitely stayed down for a little bit after that one. Um, the whole match is up. Actually, I shared that um, earlier. But yeah, I'm definitely still feeling that one right now. <laughs> well, where can people find you on social media? Um, on Facebook under uh, I have my personal page, Bryson Scott. I have my Mr. Spectacular Bryson Scott page that you could go and hit the like on. Uh, Instagram is Mr. Underscore Spectacular, and on Twitter it's Mr. Spectacular BS. That's right. We are talking with Mr. Studtackler Bryson Scott, brought to you by CBD4U.net. Now, you are burning up the internet right now because of an <laughs> altercation that you had at Laredo Wrestling Alliance with Jason oh, yeah. David Frank. People might know him as the Green and the White Ranger back in the Dizzle. But you know oh, him as Tommy is Oliver. <laughs> and then you but you know him as a uh punk who blindsided you. Yep. Yep. How just did that like, go down? Just like just like the guy that scared to fight him in the octagon, a punk. <laughs> now let me ask you this. Was there a heat with you guys before the match? Because when you were uh, beating up Ricky Suaze, you said this is uh I, I I think he touched you before that or something like that, put his hands on you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were, um, me and Ricky were on the outside. We were brawling back and forth. Ricky pushed me into Jason. Jason pushed me off. You know, as a member of the crowd, you're not allowed to touch talent. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're an actor or whoever. But um, he pushed me, so I punched Ricky, I told Jason, this is you, this is you next. Got in his face, I pushed him, his security got in the way. I took both of his security cards out before he could hit me, you know, and then he nailed me. So, I mean, I think if it's just one-on-one, me and Jason, it'll be be a lot more interesting instead of having two security guards get in his way and take punches that he should have taken. And then I think that's the understatement of the year, dude. You smoked those dudes, especially the first guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that guy that guy took a punch. Yeah. I've rewound yeah. that like 30 times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and let me ask you this. So he grabs the mic at the end. He throws out the, the, the match challenge. And then obviously he doesn't want to go because like 20 people are holding you back. And he's just standing there. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he throws a challenge out there. He said he signed the contract. I don't know. I know I signed a contract right away when they said I can fight him. I signed a contract. They say he has. I haven't heard anything from him really. I've seen cartoon artwork that he's put up on Instagram. That's about it. Um, if he is going to fight me, I'm ready. I mean, do I have to do a sparring match or something? To get him interested in this, I mean, if that's what I have to do, maybe I will. And that's you what, I, and that's what I was fixing to say. You know, um, I don't know whose credentials in MMA, but um, does that kind of worry you about maybe him taking you to the ground, putting some holds on you? Um, I, I've seen one fight of his, and he t- made the dude tap out with an armbar. So 
I am watching that, but I mean, like I said, with Valhalla Club, Eddie used to do MMA as well. So mm. talking with him, trying to get work my game on that, work my ground game up a little bit, so I do have some defense. So if he does try and MMA, you know, if he wants to try that, but I told him no. He came to a wrestling show. He attacked me at a wrestling show. We're gonna have a wrestling match, and supposedly he agreed to it. Right on. And, and I tell you what, you had the line of the year. This is for you, you stupid fake superhero. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so hard. Oh, man. Um, now, is there, and we talked about a date possibly for the Comedy Central uh, TV show coming out. Do we have a date yet for the match? I, I have not heard anything. Um, LWA is working on things right now with his agent about getting him in the ring. I know he's working on rehabbing a hamstring injury as well. So, I don't mean, if he's rehabbing a hamstring injury, why is he even laying his hand on me anyway? Mm-hmm, exactly. Because he, he, thought, he thought those two security guards would do work, but they just got smoked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got work done. <laughs> Oh man, mopping up the floor. Man, that first one. I well, that is still absolute, feel knuckles. Yeah, that was absolutely crazy. Now, well, what were the boys in the back saying when you got back there? A lot of them were mad at me because you know most of the boys are those little cartoon nerds and stuff, and they like all the Power Ranger stuff. <laughs> oh, what are you doing that for? Ah, that's why you. Do, that's why you get knocked. I didn't get knocked out. I got knocked down. The difference between getting knocked down and knocked out, when you get knocked down, you get back up. I got back up. Well, I tell you, that is going to be an awesome, awesome confrontation when you guys get in front of each other again. Um, I would imagine, hopefully they set up like a like a press conference before the match. Um, I'm, I'm hoping something happens soon. I need to know something. You know, I, my calendar's filling up. If Jason, David, and Frank don't get on my calendar, does it hurt me? Nope. He's just Jason, David, Frank to me. I don't care who he is. I'm here. To, I'm here to take bookings, kick people in the face, make a name for myself. I don't need Jason, David, Frank. Very cool. Any possibilities we may see you in Lake Charles, Louisiana, anytime soon? I am hoping so. Um, full throttles out there. If I'm not. right, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm definitely looking to go out there. I know I had something scheduled one time and wasn't able to make it, but I'm hoping to get that fixed and get back out there because I haven't been in Louisiana a while now, um, ever since the whole thing with Elite Championship Wrestling out there and <laughs> the state. Mm. Well, we would definitely love to see you over here in the Chuck. Bryson Scott, everybody, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate you hanging out with us and definitely talking about the whole Jason David Frank confrontation because, like I said, you guys are all over the Internet right now. Congratulations on all the great stuff you're doing uh, with bringing information to people about PTSD through wrestling and the Valhalla Club. Man, being on Rolling Stone, that is that is amazing. You guys definitely making waves out there. Bryson Scott, thank you so much. Hey, thank you. And please, everybody, go check out Valhalla Club on Amazon Prime. If you do, leave us a rating, a review, everything. It would be greatly appreciated. Share it with a friend. Maybe you can help somebody save somebody's life. Thank you.